Welcome to Getting Work to Work, a weekly podcast exploring the creative and curious world of work through monologues and conversations with creative entrepreneurs, storytellers, and change makers. I've been thinking a lot about procrastination and why I do it. Ironically, I started writing this episode on Monday, and now it's Wednesday. I'm still writing, waiting, not sure for what. I listed the usual culprits and excuses. Boredom, imposter syndrome, conflict avoidance, worrying about what people will say, the lack of response. But one surprise caught me off guard, and that's what I'll be talking about today. If you're struggling with procrastination, more specifically putting the work you want to be known for in the future to the side, while you do everything and anything else, then this episode is for you. Show notes and links to all the good stuff mentioned in this episode can be found at gwtw.co slash 711. I'm making a major assumption here, but you procrastinate. You're probably doing it right now. Everyone does it. I do it. You do it. Perhaps we should change the idiom attributed to Benjamin Franklin to something more accurate, like this. But in this world, nothing can be said to be certain except death and taxes and procrastination. Yeah? Yeah, I like that addition. As I was thinking about this episode, I wrote down a list of reasons why I do it. One, boredom. Two, imposter syndrome. The perceived conflict over not starting is more manageable than the project not being good enough. Three, the future can be delayed. Tyranny of the urgent. Four, fear of failure. What if it doesn't work out? How can I trust myself to respond? Five, what will people think? Six, what if no one responds? And I could add even more to this list, including social media, the weather, fear of death, taxes, exhaustion, cereal. The list is never ending. What would you add to the list? We all have things that we would add to this list because we all procrastinate. While most of the items on this list are a common reality to us all, there was one that stopped me in my tracks as I reflected on it in my morning pages. The future can be delayed. Tyranny of the urgent. I felt that one deeply because, for me, there are two realities that I'm working on each day. The work that meets today's needs and the work for my desired future. Again, I would argue that's most of us. There are two visions we hold present in our minds. The vision of what we know will pay the bills today and the vision of who we wish to become. One, I'm thinking about how to make money and the other, how to make an impact. But here's where I really had an aha moment. I'm more willing to delay the work of the future and put it last. In terms of an economic marshmallow test, I'd rather work to make $100 today instead of $1,000 tomorrow. Or, as a friend once told me, you'd rather sell your plasma than finish your book and sell that. In response to these thoughts, I want to blame what author David Allen describes as the tyranny of the urgent. Yeah, I'm more apt to do the most urgent tasks, driven by time, money, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. But what I'm realizing is that there will always be urgency. And perhaps it needs to be counterbalanced with something else. Maybe it's purpose, importance, meaning. I believe that David Allen writes that the response is not urgency, but importance. But I'm not sure if it's the same for us all. For me, I think the counterbalance to the urgent, present, 
is taking daily steps to bring my future to life. But it has to be more specific than that, because embedded in that phrase, taking daily steps to bring my future to life, are the seeds of procrastination. I need to believe that my future is worth profiting from. To make money from my ideas and creative expression. So maybe the phrase should be, I need to take daily steps to bring my economic future to life. With this idea of counterbalancing urgency with purpose and specificity, is there something also in the work on converging multiple visions into one? What would happen if I took the future vision of profiting off my creative expression into the present and begin to make that happen? Will I finally stop treating my future as if it can wait? I know so many questions, and I don't have answers to most of them. I don't think I need to converge two visions into one. What I think is necessary, though, is treating my future vision with reverence and respect to stop saying one day and instead say today. So the questions for you are this. Do you have multiple visions for your life and work? Do you treat the future as if it can wait? What is the work you really want to do? And what will it take for you to get it going today? I hope you'll sit with me in the beauty of these questions and see what comes up, because I can already start to hear the whispers within. What about you? Until next time, may creativity and curiosity fuel your 